Yeah. They say chicken in China, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, that's that's my one, favorite man. part. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so love that shit. Yeah, it's Ben. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I am Tom. I am a Travis. I'm Cody. Oh, and I'm Mike. Welcome to this episode. Feeling good tonight. Yeah, yeah. dogs. Yeah. It's in the air. It is so hot I know. right now. But I'm feeling good. But I'm we a, have all these frosty burgers. Yeah, to but I'm a ta- cool. I'm I'm damp I'm dampman. I'm the damp man. Skibbity <laughs> beep 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 beep. I'm the damp man. Nay 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 nay. <laughs> all right. All right. How was everyone's week? Did someone do something cool? Did you look at something cool? Did you touch something cool? You know what I did? That's very cool. What'd you and do? Actually, oh. has to do with what's going on here. I designed a roast mortem shirt. Oh, the Ooh. fuck! So we're gonna set up a merch store oh, pretty God. soon. We're gonna have some cool shit. Premium merch. And they'll be coming up, uh, you know, pretty soon. Well, yeah, we're gonna come out with some uh, Prince Albert piercings yes. with our faces on them. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Only for Prince Hell Alberts. Yeah. Only Prince Albert. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only Mike's Mike's face. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. All right. Anyone else? What's going on with weeks? <sighs> I feel like I always come to the table with a city from the city that doesn't city. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, a, yeah, that's that a was a great city. sentence. Yeah, <laughs> that was capital shit. No, but I stepped off the train from Penn Station. I surfaced from the subterranean uh, shithole, uh-huh. and I saw this woman. She was wearing these bright white slippers, or not slippers. They were flip flops. Oh, okay, and she she was cleaning her feet with milky coffee, nice. oh, <laughs> just yeah. right in the middle of the street, just. I, I don't know. You could have bought a bottle of water or something. Like, you're going to put that foot back in that white... Milky coffee. Yeah. Milky, milky coffee. coffee. That's the first time I've heard anyone washing anything with coffee. <clears throat> little milky coffee. Milky. I want to wonder what substance is gross enough where you say yes to coffee over it. Probably hot cum. Yeah, yes. That. Okay. <laughs> Breaks it right up. Yeah. So so you guys, uh, then nothing? Yeah. Ah, Fuck it, I'm Fuck boring. it, let's roll. Yeah, let's Give do it. Shit. Tom, who's on the mortician slab block thing? Tonight, we have a very fun episode about one Hank Williams, the hillbilly Shakespeare, the white trash royalty, the new bounds of what we knew as country back in the 1940s and 50s, and we're gonna have a good time. I already fucking hate him, Tom, because (laughs) you've been playing him half of the fucking (laughs) week. Well, I'm trying to fucking program back here. <laughs> and all, all I'm hearing is, My bucket calls another man daddy. <laughs> like, that, that's that's what I've been yep. exposed to the last week. I'm trying to get my fucking video game guy to counterattack, and Tom's just doing this. I'm here to destroy, man. Spider-Man! Yeah. So those of you who don't know who Hank Williams is, he's the voice of the sad, southern, and soused. He's the biggest country star to ever walk the face of the earth, changing the landscape of country for the better or worse. A man who cried his heart out to millions and never truly got anything off his chest. Everyone has heard Hank songs, even if you don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that kid that was singing. I didn't know he was singing Hank Williams. We were singing Hank Williams in the grocery store. Yeah. Little baby bell. He's going. Baddy do, daddy dee, daddy dee, ba 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 doo 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 doo
go, hee hee. Yeah, you just, you just sounded like uh, some kind of uh, slide whistle things. Not the slide whistles, like the tubes that you go back and forth with and they make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that sound? me, dude. Oh, like, yeah, you were things. like Ella Fitzgerald in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so before I get into Hank himself, I'm, I'm going to get into his family backstory. All right. I'm going back to his granddaddy. Grandpappy. Mm. That's where we're starting. Hank's granddaddy. Erwin Polk. Williams. Oh, fine. <laughs> Irwin. He was a Southern... Not Poke, Travis? No. You're not going to laugh at the Pokey nah, part. Nah, he's an Irwin, dog. All right. Irwin. Irwin. Very Jewish name. By <laughs> Sorry, the way. Tom. Don't apologize. Oh, Never. Don't do it. You're not supposed to. It's actually rude doing that here. But he was a Southern farmer who served in the Confederate Army during the Civil War, and he was captured by the Union in the Battle of Richmond. What the oh. fuck is that? Now, the only reason I'm telling you this is because of the treachery that's afoot. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. Immediately, with his knowledge of the Confederate movements, he spilled the beans. Oh, yeah. Beans oh. He beans. had enough information where he got Abe Lincoln's attention. Oh, Gray oh, Lincoln? Wow. Mm. Yeah. And Gray Lincoln... <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Graham Lincoln personally inducted Erwin Polk Williams into the Union. Oh, shit. He was that kind of traitor. Come up, like, yeah. I'll tell you whatever the fuck you There's want. Snitch. I got you. And Abraham Lincoln, they got... Not to say that the Union was going to win, lose that war at any point because there was so much more firepower. Mm, there were times. There were times. No, there no, were times. there were rough battles and shit. But yeah. um, we we don't really know the specifics, but we definitely had the upper hand because of this gentleman. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, really? So he was the guy that was like snitched on the South. Yo, yep. guess what? The Union. Oh, do. <laughs> How you do, Union? How you do? Here's where they keep their barbecue smokers. <laughs> they can't eat without them. It's yeah, they've, impossible. They've been, sm- yeah, they've been smoking that pig for 45 since they declared Confederacy. Eight four. And if you destroy that pig, you destroy the Confederacy. Cut off the head, and the body will die. Yeah, amen. Cut off Pretty the much. toes that feed you. Well, after the war, his traitorship was kept a secret, and he was able to return home. We only know about this from papers that were released in the mid-40s and stuff. Oh, shit. I guess. Declassified. But he gave up farming. He originally was a farmer, and he gave up farming and became a lumberjack. Is that a step up? Is that an upgrade from little plants to big plants? No. I mean, it's really just where the works be. It's just different. Both very admirable traits. So he's jacking some lumber. I would say maybe it's a downgrade, because I saw Fern Gully, and he shouldn't knock down the trees. Says the fairies. Right. In the world that Fern Gully, Fern Gully, I am fucked. Fern right? Gully's a documentary. If That's it was what I'm trying to get yes, at. Yes, yes, yes. It's a rotoscope documentary. Yep, exactly. Thank you. Oh, I've misread that entirely. Then in this case, it's a downgrade. But, yeah. uh, so Erwin married Martha Ann Autry. They had two sons. Uh, one of them was Hank's father, Elonzo Hubble Williams. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, I already oh. smell like this episode has, like, the funny name disease already. It sure does. Okay. Wait, did they name the Hubble Space Station after him? No, they Definitely. never do. <laughs> he's, he's, okay. He's, he's, he's that Hubble? He's the Hubble. My oh, God. That's not true at all. Don't. No, no. Well, they actually called him the Hub. They actually called him Lon. Oh, Lon. That's a bad, that's short a bad for, Nick. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, I don't know, Lon Chaney, like. Yeah. It's, it's not a good name. No. You're right. Yeah. You don't. You don't get to my boner going nowadays. The rare nickname that comes from the second syllable. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, did you know it's actually Irving Rames? 
Really? Yes. Really? Like, that's a cool nickname. To, ah. You know what I mean? Like, Irving was my great-grandfather's name. Yeah, so Ving Rhames is actually Irving Rhames, because huh. he did that slick, like, second-syllable nickname. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I All never... the time, it doesn't work. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, no, Drew's. Because then yeah, you, just Drew you just drew Carrie. No. <laughs> Do you guys ever wonder why they, people get called Dick when their name is Richard? Yeah. That's my dad's name. Yeah. That's, he's what? got a dick in his name. Yeah, yeah, my dad's dick. name is Dick Lee. You can go look up his social security number on my Twitter. <laughs> but he, he he loves it. He loves being called Dick because, like, you know, he'll say his name. Like, this is actually true. The last uh, birthday he celebrated, his girlfriend called over the waiter and was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to surprise him. He hates that shit. But everyone hates that yeah. shit. Yeah. But, like, he was like, his name is Dick. And the waitress, like, went and, like, talked to the manager, like, caused this whole big thing, like, because they're going to sing... Happy birthday, Dick! Of course <laughs> you can say that. What's up, Dick? It's your birthday. Yeah. I got you this floppy-ass right. sausage. Let's move along. <laughs> so now we're going to move along to Lon. Lami. Lon's mother, Martha, killed herself when he was six. Oh. So mm. that's, uh, that's, you know, tragedy. Sad. There's a lot of tragedy in this, but uh, here we are. Okay. And Erwin died when Lon was 17, so he was on his own. So what does any young man do? He becomes a lumberjack. Got it. In the South. That's yeah, just what it do. M- insert it. Monty Python. Yeah, so he's lumberjacking off all day, and <laughs> his work brought him to Georgiana, Alabama. This is where he met his future wife, Jesse Lily Bell Skipper, or Lily. Lily. Now, Lily is one of my favorite characters in this story because okay. of how horrible she is. <laughs> you Lil- didn't say her name right. It's Lily. 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 Yeah, a lot, Lily. Should we? Should we do a little? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot, Lily. Lila. We do a little bit of a southern drawl. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't want to offend, but also, fuck your accent. <laughs> it just seems like you got nothing better to do all day than stand in the line. Somehow before me. You ever meet a chick with a southern accent? It's very sexual. Yeah, yeah. super sexual. Right off the bat. Woo! There's, there's that thing where I, I, I do feel bad for some people who have that accent, and they are immediately dismissed when they come here as being stupid. Yeah. Because they're yeah. just people. I they just have an that. accent. Yeah. I do that. I'm guilty of that. that I think that's a very New York thing. I know York I should thing. stop. Yeah, it is that. a New yeah, York yeah. thing. But also, there's people from Long Island, and you hear their accent, you're fucking retard. Yeah. yeah well, that's, well, that's because we're, we're around them. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Hey, how My you name's just, Charlie. What's hey, up? Yeah, whoa. How you doing? Oh, look fucking idiot. What's up? What's going on, boys? What's going on, boys? What's everyone doing today? So, Accents always carry a little bit of judgment. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. have fun with that anyway, because yeah. fuck it. Who gives fuck. a shit? Fuck. So Lily was from Butler County, which mm-hmm. was in Georgiana. Georgiana. Gerard. Considered the right side of the tracks, as opposed to Lon, who was the earliest <laughs> form of white trash that we have on record. Oh, proto trash. <laughs> nice. yes. Oh, I want to read something here real quick. Okay. This is a reference to the to the book I read. It's called Hank. It's by a gentleman named Mark Rabowski, and he's a great author. It's a sick book. Get into it. That's where I got all the information from this. Premium Rush. But he describes Lon and Lily as the following. Neither was a prize, to be sure. He was shorter and already going bald, and she was a plain-looking, hatchet-faced woman. <laughs> around 200 pounds and getting bigger. <laughs> the hatchet face? Yeah, I love that insult. It's a great yeah. insult. Yeah. It, it, I don't know why it hurts, though. It's like your face is hatchet-like. It's like, thank you. Yeah, it's shop. Know. It could carve a trophy. Yeah, I could well, kill you with my face. You understand <laughs> this, right? Well, I like how hatchet is like is like ratchet. Like, hatchet is gross, oh. but chiseled is good. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> the same fucking oh, yeah. thing. Antonyms. <laughs> well, what was the other fucker's Chisel. name? Hmm. 
forgot to make fun of the other one. We'll do it later. All right. All right. We're moving along here. So Lily plays a huge role in Hank's life. Okay. And Lon does not at all. And there's a little bit of humor behind this, I will say. So Lon was called to serve his country during World War One. Now contextualize that. Think about how close it, the Civil War was to World War One. It's not that far off. It's like 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So his father had served in Civil War, had him later in life, and then... I don't know. I just, so his I think son, a, his son served in. Wait, was did he serve in the Civil War and World War One? No, no. His father his, served yeah, in okay. Civil War, so and, and Juan son, yeah. is serving in World War One. Right. While stationed in France, he sustained a non-combat related head injury and was discharged in 1919. How did <laughs> ding his head? Tom? We, no one really knows, but what did he self ding his head? Basically, what I gathered is that he was in the kitchen. <laughs> when this shit went down. Oh, he no. probably was never uh, a soldier of any kind. Right. He was probably doing some other service, which is very important, but also the sustaining a head injury is a little questionable. Right. Also, Lon, In France. Lon drank like a motherfucker. Oh, so he just he fell just over. Hammered, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he probably just got yeah. hammered. Omelette de fromage. Was his <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they were in France. They were in France. You're not always eating omelets in France. No, they're eating fucking garbage in a can. We already yeah. talked about frog's legs. Yeah, true. That shit's tight. Yeah. All right, so upon returning home, he got his old job back as a lumberjack, of course, which was kind of like a traveling job, bouncing around. And they found themselves in Mount Olive, Alabama. Shit. And this is where they start their family. In Alabama. In Mount, Alabama. Mount Greece. Mount Olive, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Back to the, Mount uh, Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Olive Garden, Georgia. That's all of the garden. Wait, is it Georgia? Mount Olive Garden. That's where bread I found sticks. It. That yeah. is extra Bama. spice boy. Do you know the next the next natural progression of mankind? We used to holster uh pistols and before that we would sheathe our swords. And now we're going to insert our breadsticks. Where? <laughs> and our gills. You had to question where? Where is your you breadstick holster? Where? I like that. Do you? Cody, you ruining my bit? Where do you, you have to question where? Where do you holster? In the breadstick loving tube. <laughs> where the breadsticks are endless. Where the the breadstick <laughs> port, you mortal. Where else do the breadsticks go on your species? Something regal about it. So the family. The first child was born in July 1920. Congrats. Ernest Hubble Williams. Died two days later. Bad. That's the South. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. We did a natural birth in the moonshine. Because uh, we ran in uh, the, 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 the new new wave of medicine. Natural birth and water is good, so we figured moonshine will be better. Well, Baby we're dissolved we're instantly. Yeah, we're taking an electrical stanchion cord, tie around the child's feet. <laughs> Tie the other other end around a cattle's ass and pull that shit going real quick. That really ups the SAT scores. Good old contrary birth. Yep. August 1922, two years later, Lily had Irene. Irene is Hank's sister. Uh Hank was the last of them. Got it. Who was born Hiram Williams. Hiram. Hiram? Hiram. H-I-R- H I R A M. Hi, Ram Williams. Wait, so he's Hank? He wasn't Hank. He was, he was Hank. never Hank. All right. He was well. never legally Hank. I always assumed that was Henry. Me too. Then I. It's my grandpappy's name. It's a good name. Yeah. Strong name. Henry. Like Wait, that. is Hank a nickname for her- yeah, Henry? For Henry. For Henry. Oh, really? Not for Hiram or whatever it is. Hiram. Hiram. No, no. Hiram is. Um, Off it's, the charts. It's something. Um, Sounds Arabic. One, no, no. It's. Uh, Sounds French. It's out of the Old Testament. You, King oh, Hiram was yeah. right. Hiram. Yeah. 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 
So that's what he was named after because they're all uh, Christian loving folk, God types, having yeah. a good time. You know, doing the God. Going to Amen. church every Sunday. Don't you dare talk to me like that. Doing the God. <laughs> Lon and Lily didn't actually get around to doing the paperwork for Hiram's and Irene's birth certificates until like 11 years later. Why not? And when they put his name on the birth certificate, they spelt it wrong. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> God damn. H-I-R-I-A-M. So oh, Hiriam. 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 Yeah, which isn't a name. That's like Miriam. Yeah. So, yeah like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh, look, it's Miriam. M as in Mansi. Yes. Oh. M as in Hiriam. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did we? Wait, 12 years later. Wait, did we fill out the paperwork for this one? <laughs> oh, shit, well, back then, they didn't really care. Yeah, no, they didn't care. Honestly, they didn't even care where we were born. I didn't even get my birth certificate till like and social security number till two years after I was born. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah there was the option back then. Now, yeah, now like, it's just like you in a hospital, dog. Well, well, now before when you're in the last term of uh, labor, they set up a Facebook page. Oh, legally oh, really? mandated Facebook page. I've seen that. Yeah. Really? If yeah. you don't have a Facebook page, page, you're not coming out. They flush you down. Yeah. yeah. They, throw well, up, they throw up the Zucker cam. No way. <laughs> which is actually, the handle of it's based on an Olive Garden breadstick. No way. Full circle here. Oh, wow. Oh, the Zuck cam. Yeah, the Zuck cam. <laughs> it's got his face, but like, you know, his it's two little eyeballs that are the camera lenses. Very um, stereoscopic imaging. It's the future. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. It's just him doing that laugh. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to shove those up our asses soon. Yeah, gotta huh? make sure this poo is legal. We did set up a. We did set up a. Uh, I had to set up a uh, roast mortem Facebook page. I didn't put any information on it. Yeah, they know all about yeah, us. Yeah, they already do. So. Yeah, whatever. All right, so back to Hank. Hank, growing up, was a scrawny little child. This had to do with a birth defect that he had. He had spinal bifida. Bifida. Oh. Yes, spinal bifida occulta, which is the one that's harder to spot. Because it's occult. So if you don't know what this is, it means the vertebrae is not, like, entirely fused together properly. So oh, okay. the, you have, like, nerve endings that are just kind of dangling your in your spine. Your spine make it fucked up. Yeah. yeah. My cousin has the, the bad version of that. And, oh, like, you don't the walk. Lump? Well, she don't walk. She doesn't oh. walk. She don't walk. She don't walk no more. She don't walk no more. Well, no yeah. jokes there. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Great segue. Yeah. So Lon didn't end up doing much for Hank, but the one thing he did do is he was the first one to notice, like, Hank's fucked up back. Boy, but, right. But Lily, like, <laughs> kind of wore the pants in the family and hated Lon, like, mm. with a passion by the time Hank was out. I don't know. I, I, why are you still fucking at that point is what I'm thinking. Mm. But um, she hated Lon with a passion. So Lon pointed it out, and she was just like, you stupid, Lon. Go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing was ever addressed. Lily did bring Hank to the, a doctor like 10 years later, but the doctor didn't even catch the problem mm, because nice. when you have the occult version of spina bifida, bifida, I gotta keep doing that. Spina bifida? Spina bifida. Spouch. Spanacopita. Yeah, exactly. Spanacopita. Yeah, when you have, a, when you have the occult version of spanacopita, <laughs> you need an expert ray to actually see it. Yeah, occult means obscured. Yes. Naturally, anything called occulta is going to be tricky to find. Wait, that's like witches. That's yeah, witches. shadowy. Yeah. Well, that boy yeah, got the devil in him. He got the devil in him. Yeah, my back it happened to be right. in his lower back with a tramp stamp. You will be. <laughs> anyway, isn't there, called a, yeah, isn't there something called the devil's footprint? Yeah, yes. yes, I have. A oh, you have footprint. a devil's footprint, Travis? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know about the devil's footprint until I went away to England, and that's where the myth comes from. Oh, it's basically two fat, hairy patches <laughs> of hair on your back. Yeah, it's, it's right on my lower back. I don't have any hair. Well, I have a little bit of hair, but the thick patches on my back. Apparently, the myth is that 
the devil's sitting on your back, whispering oh, really? in your ear. Telling you to drink more. Tell he's telling you, yeah, suck it up. Take a <laughs> he just, he no, he just, he's just licking my ear. You should do your hard all the time. It's just, uh, he's just singing "Lick It Up" by, <laughs> by Kiss. Lick it up, man. He's actually giving you good advice because he's so bored. Yeah. Like, you should do your two thousand and nine taxes. You've had so many bad decisions in your life that I'm gonna steer you in the opposite direction. So, if anyone's interested in seeing my back patch, <laughs> my hairy back patches. Uh, let us know in the comments, and we'll take a hey, picture of Hey, we're live them. streaming right now. Yeah, All right, sure. well, uh, we'll show to you. We're going to take a quick yeah. break from recording the podcast. Travis. All right, Hank in it. All right, we're back to Hank. So let's talk about Lon disappearing from Hank's life. Oh. So I mentioned that he drank. So take some guesses as to what happened to him. He drank. And himself <laughs> to death? Nope. Beat down. 1930. Lon is suffering from facial paralysis, unable to make him speak. He's That's like, a problem if you're a singer. Oh, it's bad. Well, no, this is Lon, not, yeah. oh, not, okay. um, not Hank. This is Hank's father. Hank's so father's like, Hank could have probably sang without much of his lips. Yeah. So, as I said before, Lily hated her husband, Lon, with a passion. So, Lily would tell the neighbors that he was suffering from shell shock from the war. And Lily didn't want Lon around anymore and sent him to via train to a VA hospital in Pensacola, Florida Oh, uh, for 10 years. Oh, Just do this for a decade. Guess oh, what, yes. Guess what? He got shell shot because he fell in the bathroom behind the trenches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Lon actually kind of seemed to Oof. like it. Supposedly, he would like fake his ailments so they wouldn't kick him out. <laughs> this is white trash stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, of course, this is on government dime. And in the 10 years he spent there, Lily only took the kids there once. Oh. Okay. Nice. Once That's in a nice. decade. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, this is real, like, this is a long painting of a picture. This is an oil painting. Right. Did Hank, did Hank like his dad? Was he resentful of that? No idea. Oh. Okay. Because throughout Hank's life and his success, Lon would show up every now and then and be like, hey, it's your dad. I don't even want money. I'm trying to chill. But Lily hated him so much that she would get the police and come and just take him away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. What a okay. bitch. Hank's first exposure to music. Let's get a little more Hank's life, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. So Lily played organ at West Baptist Mount Olive Church and would bring Hank to every service. Oh. At the Olive Garden. Yes. Mount Olive Garden Baptist. Yeah. Okay. Just so Olive we're Garden, on the same page. Baptized in the olives. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, the breadsticks are infinite. Oh, Lordy, Lord. And Hank really liked the church hymn. From a young age, he just, he loved it. He mm. was one of those kids who just yelled at the top of his lungs before he knew how obnoxious it was. Scrawlalooyah, Lord, <laughs> you've been doing things. <laughs> I learned that you touched a man and made a rib. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty yeah, accurate. That's it. What Cody was doing was what Hank was doing. Yeah. Just, he's, just he's like, doing... I am five, I am, ah! ah! <laughs> Yeah. You gotta have your voice break like a prepubescent. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's like the only real musical influence that, that he had was the church shit. Uh-huh. Um, it's noted here that Lon was quite proficient at the Jews harp, but uh, hey. didn't really get to play around his kid too much. Boing, 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 yeah, boing. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that fucking hitter. <laughs> I always feel like that's a derogatory term. What, Jews harp? Yeah. Kind of is. Probably. Okay. His first instrument um, he got when he was six this was before Lon went away. Lon went away when he was like 10 or something. But it was a harmonica. 
And yeah, Hank loved it. And he yeah. also was a huge fan of cowboy comics. Uh, back in the day, the, were there many of them? There was many of them. And back then, that was more like, um, you, you know, you would get comics along with the funnies. This is before the funnies. Is really. there any we know today that have survived? I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I know some cowboy comics. I feel but like I can't name any. I didn't look into that. That's a good question. Yeah. I almost feel like it might have been a, from a previous episode, Wyatt Earp. Ooh. Because he was around, right? Yeah. We're talking about that period. Yeah, yeah. 1920s, somewhere around there. Cinch. Yeah, so I mean, Wyatt he was Earp born was in 22. Fucking, yeah. Or 23. Wyatt Earp was pushing his shit back then. Doing shitty shit. Yeah. Yeah. West. Yeah. So he has this cowboy thing going. And he carried that throughout his whole life. He always looked like a cowboy. Even though he was in Alabama where there's no no cowboys cowboys at all. For for thousands of miles. Yeah. Swamps. Yeah. Basically, swamp thing. Yeah. (laughs) And he really wanted a guitar very early on. He kind of knew that. But um, parents were like, no, we're poor. We cut down trees for livings. <laughs> but um, guitars are made of wood. Yeah, exactly. Here's a stump and some sticks. You're a yeah. drummer now. <laughs> the first like musical inspiration to the style that he got into, though, was on, a, on the radio. There was a gentleman named Jimmy Roger, who was a country star at the time. Okay. And he really did this whole like sad, sobbing story about himself because he actually had a pretty shitty life. His own suffering, the life, love life issues. Uh, he was working intense labor jobs before he got any, any recognition. He even had a bout with tuberculosis. Oh, so oh, like, okay. like everything that Jimmy Rogers sang about was sad. So that's kind of where like Hank's songwriting comes from. So that country is more like, uh, what's his name? No, I was going to say Jack Johnson. That's completely wrong. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Jack Johnson's a fucking douchebag. Well, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> like, I, I don't think that us, with the recording qualities and uh, everything that happened, like, distinguishing between what was country and what was blues was that apparent at the time. Right. If someone with a guitar and saying their grievances. Yeah. Standard stuff. Yeah. yeah. Standard. 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 Protocol. That's no Toby Keith, dog. Yeah. Fuck. What was it? He has an alter... No, wait. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Brooks. He has an alter ego. Really? Yeah. He did this, like, fucking emo, like, haircut thing for a little bit and wore eyeliner like a song What was that called? No way. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot what it was called. Steve showed it to me a while ago. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) It's like... It's it's a joke. And apparently he sold a shit ton of records because... Country people are very loyal to their music. Yeah. As good or bad as it is. Oh my god, it's Garth. So we'll talk about Hank's living situation, which sucked, because he pretty much moved every year of his life. Oh. That's mm. what it do when That's you're poor, you know? Me. So yeah. you don't have any, like, stable friends and shit. And trailer park they were just trailer park. Yeah, they had the moving jobs, and it's, it is trailer park shit. Yeah. The early years of his life, moving from town to town, and then it was just Lily on her own, and she was also moving uh. all over the place for... Various reasons that I'm going do? to get into. What did she do? Before I get into what she did, they were in Georgiana. They moved back into like the main county ship of of that. But they kind of moved around all that. I yeah, know. I don't fucking know. It's it's, it's terrible. moving. It's it's moving. They're moving around. Yeah, it's swampy. But the they smoothing. moved when they moved from Mount Olive to Georgiana. Or the main area of Georgiana, the yeah. popular like that was Hank's first like city life, I guess. Right. There was only fourteen hundred people, but oh lord, that I think 
I think like Mount Olive at the time had like 120. Yeah, when you move away from Olive Garden, there's some shell shock. <laughs> Maximum <laughs> you, capacity, yeah. 120. Yeah, you're out. Things Sorry. are no longer endless when you're not at the Olive yeah, Garden. Exactly. But the first house they moved into there just caught fire like a weekend and then they had to- <laughs> like an Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Lily again and what she did. Yeah, I want to know if she do. So Lily used Irene to get the attention of Lister Hill. A U.S. senator who was stop. campaigning. You got to stop with these names. You're yeah. making them up. <laughs> Lister Hill. I, I'm Lister. You're going to want to look up into Lister Hill. It's not Lester. <laughs> no, it's Lister. I am Lister Hill. Oh, Lister. So, so uh, I'm, I will, can it's I, not Uncle Lister. No. Wait, can I? It's can, Lister Hill. Can I make a guess? Okay. So you, she used her daughter to blackmail young Lister Hill. Even better. Oh. What's better than blackmail? So she was able to convince him to pull some strings. The first thing she did by befriending Lister Hill, who was campaigning for his Senate seat at this time, Mm -hmm. was she was like kind of a networker. She knew everyone around town. She would move into a town, just know everyone. All right. One of those those people that like influencers. I feel like everyone. Yeah. yeah. Social media influencers. Very important. I don't I don't care if you live in like a city. I don't care if you live in like a small town. There was that person. That's just way too happy and like tries to say hello to everyone. No, this yeah. was not happy. This was not happy. She was looking for stuff. Yeah, no, she but wa- that's yeah. why I feel like those people that are really happy, like they're trying to get something out of you. Oh, like they'll hand you a business card motives. and be like, hey, yeah. Oh, I just did. A, I learned her yoga and now you can learn yoga for me. Hey, how you doing tonight? Hey, how you doing tonight? Yeah, All right. Exactly so imagine that, but that. mad. All right. Southern. So she was able to pull some strings and say that she would get Lister some votes, you Listerine. know, just because I know everyone. Oh. So what he did for her, the first thing he did was he made it so Lon's disability checks that were going to him in Pensacola were <laughs> wired straight to her. Nice. <laughs> Even know, though he was paying the child support. Disability. Scummy piece of shit. Yeah. And then she was able to convince Hill to talk to a landlord named Thaddeus Rose. Who owned a big ass house, Thaddeus Rose. Again, yeah, that's a good name. I I feel like they're like it's an old name, but I do appreciate the timbre of Thaddeus. It's 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 regal. I feel Thaddeus. Yeah. yeah. So she gets Thaddeus through Lister Hill to rent her this house that she has no money for. Oh. Like kind of a good faith thing, right? Like don't worry, I'll pay the rent, but you got to trust me on this. I don't have any money right now, but I'll get I'll get you. Like an right. IOU. Yeah. So it's like trusting a tenant super hard. Yeah, exactly. So with th- this house to do what she wanted to do, she did what any God-loving shaved bear of a woman would do. So she started a whorehouse. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. She was a madame. I bet she used her daughter. A lot of her, lot of her subjects mm. using Did she? Whorehouses. No. Yeah, you don't use your daughter for She didn't use her daughter? I, I feel like that's just a general no-no. Oh, well, I don't know. It seems pretty fucking redneck. Yeah. Whorehouse and a daughter? I don't know. Well, they like the Bible down there, Travis. People like the Bible also like whores. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of whores in the Bible. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. yeah Jesus's wife sucks so many dicks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like extra dicks. Is it wife? Wife. That's what they say, but no yeah. one likes to talk about it nope. because, you know, the Bible is different. <laughs> Bible is different. Can you know, we, and, and can Mar- that be our second shirt? Bi- uh, Bible, Bible is different. Bible is different. And, and then just show our four confused faces like, what? Yeah. Bible is different and Mary was virgin. It's, <laughs> oh, there you go. It's Yeah, it just says Bible is different, but then like a pile of foreskins. <laughs> All of ours. Very biblical. Is that, is that the general 
That's what the Bible you, tells you to do. I was going to say, is that the chill general? Out and cut the tip of your dick it, off. I, I was going <laughs> to ask if pile was the general unit for foreskins, but yeah, no, no, I'm talking about just like a mess. But anyway, I was thinking heap. Yeah. Yeah. So she's running the whorehouse. She's running the whorehouse. So keep this in mind when we talk about Hank's first guitar. When what? Hank was 11, what? he received his first guitar. What? It was a silver tone guitar, which was kind of like a knockoff. Gibson. Are these euphemisms for a whore? Uh, no, no, no. I don't know a lot about music. <laughs> <laughs> A knockoff Gibson. Guitar is wires with wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean violin? <laughs> violin. <laughs> violin. The story is that Lily also used some of her weight around town to get this guitar on loan. It's um, a way away guitar. It was a credit-based thing. Right. It was three, $3.50. And she three was, fitty. Yeah, three right. fitty. So and so she was going to pay it off 50 cents a month. Right. So she walked around town. She was like, give me the beat boys and free my soul. <laughs> I need that guitar. So you idiot. 50 cents at 350 <laughs> is a seven month obligation. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But one thing to be noted here is that there's a lot of folks who wanted to be part of the Hank Williams lore. So we don't actually know if that's true. There was a lot of other people involved uh, with Hank's life, like uncles and various other town folks that said that they bought him his first guitar. I feel if your Ooh. mom has a whorehouse, you just have a lot of uncles. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Hank did uh, the opposite of what any smart child should do at the age of 11, getting a guitar, who's been asking for a guitar for all of his darn life. He got a triangle. No, he got all excited with his new instrument, and Cowboy Hank ran outside of the house to a nearby field where there were cows to uh, let off some steam and excitement, and he jumped onto a little baby calf and tried to <laughs> wrestle it, and the calf just kicked him to the ground and broke his arm. <laughs> he wasn't able to play guitar <laughs> for a long time. Um, all right, just coming from a family uh, that had a lot of farms... You don't sneak up on anything that has hooves. Oh, no. That's <laughs> just a general rule. Never sneak up on anything that has a hoof. Yep. Yeah, he tried to wrestle that thing to the ground no, and uh, no, was no, just no. trounced. Yo, what up, dog? I'm going to wrestle you. I'm going to be a WrestleMania. Don't wrestle things that have hooves. Nope. Good rule, regardless so, of where you live. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, Hank's playing. Please. Now. Yeah, I want to I want to know how he does. He uses two fingers, he uses a billion fingers, he uses a lot of fingers. He uses He was fingering he uses every every squid digit he has. Squid didgeridoo. The legend goes that he learned from a gentleman named T-Tot. T-Tot. Yes. Okay. A regular guitar playing busking gentleman named Rufus Payton or better known as T-Tot would teach Hank how to play guitar and told him the importance of being consistent and just kind of holding a beat down. Was T-Tot black? T-Tot was black. Hey. I feel like all the best guitar players, you know, in the back in the day were black. They learned, yeah. So they had that fucking right. I like Muddy. Knew it. I like Muddy. Muddy's a good guy. Muddy Waters? Muddy Waters, yeah. 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 Great I mean, he, he's a little later, right? He was later. No, yeah. well, he he was kind of like Early, similar but... time. Yeah. Really. Oh, really? I do, I do yeah, like yeah. Muddy. Is that his oh, real yeah. name? Muddy? Muddy Waters? No, it's just a nickname. Uh, yeah, it's a nickname. Yo, there's cool like a lot of the, the old like jazz players and like blues players had awesome nicknames. Like yeah. Muddy Waters. Fats. Fats Domino. Fats was Lead cool. Belly. Like Lead just Belly. Really Jelly, Jelly Roll Morton. Yeah, Jelly yeah. Roll Morton. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah, they had the awesome. They knew how to do nicknames back then. Yeah, now let's like, get that back. I, now we were like already talking about talk. Irving Rames. Like, <laughs> yeah. let, let's start a wave of like 
decent nicknames yeah. coming back. Well, I mean, like, look at all the rappers that are out today with the word little. little yeah, yeah, or young, spelled young. with a, just a U. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his fucking Instagram handle. Me? No, you're, you're not young. You're young Reagan. No, I'm not. Oh, it's my Snapchat. Oh, that's your Snapchat. I mean, oh. <laughs> But I made that when I was like 18. Oh, sure you I did. I regret it so much. Oh, young Reggie. Oh, God. sorry if I doxed you. Young Reggie. Save us if we doxed him. No, no. no yeah, like, everyone should have it. Everyone, yeah. everyone, yeah. send your dick pics yeah, and your and your yeah. tip pics. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. or both. Yeah, I both. just want I just want Mike's Instagram to be illicit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Snapchat. <laughs> All right, you old, you thirty fuck. Oh. You thirty fuck. All right, bringing this musically. Back Oh, I'm the youngest person here now. What you I said musically. Y'all don't even know what that is. No, you no, work at no. Hearst. What are you talking it's about? Like a, it's a karaoke machine for children. Oh. Musically? Yeah. Musically. That sucks. Okay. Yeah. Is, that just, is, this, is that just Kids Bop in a console? Kind of. Kids Bop well, it's 14. Also, it's, yeah. it's also music.lee. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. And then and you basically karaoke your songs and you, you know. Pretend you're not getting hard. Like right. You are. Maybe, you're learning about maybe it. Maybe we'll do that at the end of this recording. <laughs> okay. uh, so people often spoke about T-Tot like he took Hank under his wing. Uh, his and black, Hank really looked wing. up to him. But in reality, Hank never really learned T-Tot's name, even. And <laughs> would I feel like T-Tot didn't learn T-Tot's name. Uh, I don't know. Well, he would just refer to him as this old Negra and would pay mm-hmm. him like 10 to 15 cents to have lessons. Well, this is also contextualized. Good mentor. I'm, good mentor. I'm sure this is some pretty racist shit, but that's pretty. That was kind of normal back then. I know, but it's not fucked. to say it's right. It's yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Racist as hell. Yeah, but at least you're using it to better yourself. At least he's paying them. Only paying them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's terrible. Uh, though. But uh, but I'll later later in Hank's career, I think he like asked around and tried to find him. Uh, like okay. Hank kind of redeemed himself. This is like when he used to just say. This old Negra, it was like before he was big, he kind of grew up and talked about T-Tot. Like he found out his right. name and like, I owe this dude some. Just because yeah, I've been wondering about it for a minute now. Yeah, okay. Tom, just because I've been wondering about this for a minute now, how do you spell that name? T-E-E uh-huh. space T-O-T. There's a space in your name. T-Tot. Okay. T-Tot. Tater right. Tot. So T-Tot died in 1939 and is in a buried in an unmarked grave. So, that's a bad yeah. grave. Hank could have probably found it and dug him up and Mark put him in a good grave. Yeah. Oh, well, there was a parade thrown for Hank. Put an emoji on There was a parade thrown, thrown for Hank in 1950, and he was no one knew T-Tot was dead, and he had people try to look for him. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Let's take some Elvis shit, because Elvis stole all the shit from black people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like eh, yeah. I feel like the early guitarists... People from uh, you know, you know, the thirties and forties. All of it's fucking stolen from black people. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well it yeah. sucks. Chuck but Berry, yeah. White there people well no, they're not even they weren't even good at big at big band. That was all black people too. Uh well you had uh what's some, his name? Some white people. People Goodman. thought Chuck Berry was white yeah. for the longest Jews. time. Jews Jews and Jews. black people. Jews were good with big band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk more about Hank and some dumb shit. Now, Hank was sent to his cousin's place sometimes to get out of the boarding house. That Sexual. was Yeah, the, the shitty zone. Yeah. He would spend long bouts of time away from Lily's whorehouse and stay with her brother-in-law's, uh, Walter McNeely. Oh, why well, hang out with whores Walter McNeil, hang excuse with me. brothers. Yeah. He spent time with his cousin JC fishing and playing guitar, yodeling his stupid fucking head off, and drinking. Okay, he only- started drinking at eleven, pretty hard. Wow! If you're drinking at eleven, there's only one fish you fish for when you're drinking at eleven. Catfish. 
Oh yeah, dude. You gotta <laughs> reach your eleven-year-old hand into that fucking. Uh. Let me tickle your gills and eat you. Yeah, you just had a, you, you don't have to drink. You drink. You stop drinking for one day. You get the shakes. Put it in the mud. Ooh, get that catfish. You guys, uh, that is one food I have yet to eat. Catfish. catfish? Eaten. Delicious. Eaten? Catfish. That's yeah, pretty good. Eat. You're eating catfish. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's one yeah, of the yeah, best fish. Yeah, really like good. that and monk, oh. monkfish. Yeah. Monkfish can be monk a little fish. funky. I've monkfish heard. Monkfish is awesome, dude. Never had monk and cat. I've heard monk is weird. No one cares about this. Okay. Nobody. No one who likes us cares about fish. Everyone cares about it's, fish. It's a down south delicacy. Catfish po' boys, right, Travis? Yeah, you just put anything on po' boy. You make a po' boy, you have a good time with you a can, po' boy. You can make a po' boy po' boy. Yeah, you just have that. You can take a piece of bread and ladle it up right and make a <laughs> no. good old po' boy. Mayonnaise uh, up a piece of bread, put in a sandwich, you got a po' oh boy po' boy. <laughs> I feel like the most authentic po' boy is a butter po' boy. I was gonna say mayo. Po boy, they, some but. some crazy enough to call it a butter bowl, <laughs> but we know it all. We know what the butter do when it inside it become a po boy. <laughs> Super tangent. The world's most economic meal is called the toast sandwich. Ah yes, it's an English dish which consists of a piece of toast between bread. That's hard. Very sexual. All right. Very English. Let's go back yeah. to America because this is not Britain. This is America. That, this is America. That was fun, though. That's a fun. It was fun. It was, it fun. was fun. But this is America. This is America. Freedom, America. All right. So let's go to Montgomery, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Blame. Now, y'all heard of Montgomery before? Yeah. 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 That's where MLK did his best milking. That's also where. Uh, well, that's also where uh, a freaking uh, Teddy, uh, Teddy Thomas Jefferson. Oh, that's yeah. where he chilled. That's where he chilled. Who's yeah. Who's Montgomery? To relax. So L- Lily moved the family. No, that was Monticello. I'm all wrong. Jesus, you're fucked. You I'm fucked idiot. me. Yeah. It's up to Tom <laughs> to save if he wants. <laughs> you're done. Lily moved the family and the whorehouse to Montgomery for some reason in 1936. Bigger city. Mm-hmm. Hank was 13. The whores are part of the family there. I oh, guess. yes. Okay. Well, they're in the house. Lovely. Yeah. In-house whores. Yep. <laughs> Hank than- was 13 when he started playing out in the streets and selling peanuts and shining shoes. All at the same time? Yep. He was playing, he, he would shining. Play, he would play to Did get he have attention. eight arms? Was he an octopi? No, no, th- this, is, this is what you do. Back then, music was used like as a marketing thing. A lot. Like, as okay. soon as radio was big, commercials... All right. Yeah, every jingles, jingles were huge. Yeah. Oh. So, so he, being a smart kid, he started playing guitar on street corners with the peanuts like next to him, and then he'd be like, oh yeah, if anyone wants to buy some peanuts after they watch <laughs> These him. are for sale. And then after he made the peanut sale, he would offer for an extra cent or two to shine new shoes. Are these roasted peanuts? Um, I don't know. Mm. I got the peanut, I'm gonna shine your shoes. So we got young Hanch. He's right. selling peans. <laughs> peanuts. Yes. Selling peanuts. He's selling peanuts. He's uh he's out there playing guitar, he's shining shoes. He's very smart and stations himself in front of the Jefferson Davis Hotel. Now at the top of this hotel is the office for the radio station WSFA. Uh, can I just mention the Jefferson Davis Hotel? Yes. The president of the Confederacy. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well think, of, that the, down think south? of the time period. Yeah, well okay. down south. Also, what was my question? What the fuck was my question? I don't know. I man. forget. Keep going. Who let the dogs out? That. He even managed to get some of the executives' attention because he was there so consistently. Hank did not like going to school. So he's shining yeah. shoes and throwing peanuts. Yeah, that's right. A year later, he writes a song called the WPA Blues, Work Progress Administration, which is a federal program 
that most people in the area were involved with because it had to do with infrastructure and putting people to work. Yeah, that was an FDR program. Yes. Hmm. 30s, right? No, well, he boosted it because this is pre... This is pre-FDR? No, 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 no. excuse me. This is, this is 36. So, yeah, 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 it was an FDR thing. So he writes a song called the WPA Blues, and he plays it at a talent show, and, of course, he wins because he's Hank Wilms. Right. How wow. So Hank Wilms wins $15 at a talent show and then marches his ass... Over to the Jefferson Davis Hotel and says, hey, I just want a talent show. Why don't you put me on the air? And it worked. Okay. That's a premium initiative. Big yes. balls. Big so they balls. started throwing him uh, time slots where there weren't advertisers and stuff. They would just let him play and do his mm-hmm. thing. They, they introduced him as a singing kid because, you know, no one had imagination back there except for jazz singers. I so shall just... call him the singing kid. Yeah. That was really his name, the singing kid. Yeah, man. And he was literally a singing kid. Right. Where's my beer? God damn it. There you go. Hard. I'm ruined right now. <laughs> this is your beer. So now his his career takes off pretty darn quick darn after this quick. point because he's able to get the radio time and the attention that he needs and he starts playing shows. Yeah. Um, they actually get him to start doing commercial reads and putting him on the, the bigger... Jangles. Yeah, big jangles. Jangus. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how he got his foot in the door. All radius. All right. He puts together a backing band called the Drifting Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That name stayed, even though it had a whole bunch of different members in it, and he would stop it at some points. And that was always his backing band, the Drifting Cowboys. Drifting yeah. Cowboys, because he loved cowboys. Yeah, cowboys. Um, was this W? Was WPRW? WSFA, uh, yeah. aka Radio Disney. No, that's where oh, he started. God. That's where he started. Yes. Radio Disney. That's not true. Oh. That is where he started. I called in. Can, I, we, can I, I drink this beer real quick in honor of? Radio Disney not being alive anymore. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> no way. Cool. Okay. I phoned in to Radio Disney one time. Let's oh, yeah, you it. did. Cheers, mate. Good. Stay in the ground. So hard. So hard. That's a good pregnant pause in the cast. Uh, yeah. Well, next next Roast Garden Podcast will be on Radio uh. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be dead. <laughs> That's why we're doing Can we it. do a roast of Radio Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Back into this. So he starts playing events around Alabama and Florida. And Lily is like, yo, my son's so cool. I'm going to get him a new guitar. And as a bonus, I'll be his manager and his agent and take care of all of his money. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No. Yeah. It sucks because, you know, keep in mind of how cold hearted that bitch is. Yeah. Sending her husband away yeah. to Pensacola and, you know, whorehouse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Sounds like a really terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, we just chugged the beers. Yeah, now all yeah. burping. All burpees. Yeah, shit. when the band would tour, though, uh, his sister Irene would follow them, and she was like the the proxy manager. So okay. she had her orders from Lily to keep shit straight, and Irene would just take all the Hank's money that he would get because he drank too much. That was Take another, your shit That straight. was also another reason that they did this. You can argue that it's it was bad that they were taking all of his money, but they were kind of holding on to it, some of it for him. Well, yeah, they saved his life. They extended a life for, like, you know, maybe 10 years. Yeah, because... Boyo was (laughs) ethanol-powered. He got fucked up. He was, uh, moonshine. Yeah. Uh, real bad. I mean, we all, we all, we all drank underage, I'm sure. I did. Almost everyone did. Not. Shut up, Cody. You did. No. He actually didn't. He's a bitch-ass. No, I made him drink underage. No. You drank when we were at the house party. Uh, You were under 21. Yeah, I was, but I don't remember. See, you don't remember. No, yeah. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> so drunk. Yeah, we yeah, did, we did so, do that. Thank, 
Ooh, that's a crusty memory. Yeah, dog. That's weird. Yeah, how I just that woke, flakes I just off got like you woke. That. Yeah, but uh, that's weird. So, um, but like drinking at twelve, it's a little rough. That's a rough. Yeah, yeah, I waited until at least like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. What about so, you guys? Uh, me? No, first drink I had was twelve. Oh well. Really? I wasn't a drinker though. Oh, I was just like yeah. first time I had a, a like a drink and got drunk. Well, the first time I actually had a drink was when I was six. Wow. Oh yeah. Yes. And there's a story behind this, and I'll tell it right now. Sure. So I had a great aunt. She uh, worked for the New York Times. She was like a very, very feminist movement. She fucking she uh, was the first editor at New oh, York good Times. Good story. Hey, I'm telling this. He's doing I'm it. Telling the history. He's doing All it. Right, fine. Go. Okay. So she was very loaded. But uh, she used to mix her gin and tonics in Sprite bottles. Huh. So I, oh, Lord. As, as, a, as a young man, oh, Lord. as a young boy, uh, when I, I was like, hey, there's Sprite in their fridge. I'm going to pour myself a <laughs> did, drink. Did you say it with that deep timbre? Like, oh, Sprite. Yeah, yes. Sprite. I yes. am six, and this is so, definitely Sprite. And, you know, I was a tubby boy. So I, I used to chug Sprite. <laughs> and I poured, okay. I poured a whole thing of Sprite, and I, like, chugged it down. Like, almost all the way to the bottom. Without realizing? Well, and then I, I didn't know what it was. It was like, and I went up to my mom and was like, okay. this Sprite's bad! Uh, Travis. Oh, yeah. Shit. And I was just wasted the entire night. They locked me in a room. <laughs> you know what? what? My mom called, like, the hospital and like, no, just lock them in a room. <laughs> like, that's, how you, that's how you did it in 1994. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, so that's my first drinking experience. Hell yeah. Let's talk about some misery. Sure. We all like misery, right? Chocolate. Misery, misery sometimes comes with a pretty face. Uh, half sexual the time. Being. Yeah. Sexual. Half the time. Half the time. Exactly. And we're going to talk about Audrey. Excuse me. I just. Audrey. 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 Sounds like a trouble, troublesome name. Oh, yes. Yeah. Audrey May Shepherd Guy was Hank's first wife. All right. Guy? One more time. What? Audrey May Shepherd Guy. <laughs> Too many spaces in the Wait, that she was a name. shepherd guy? Hold on, I'll get to the guy thing All in a minute. Right, there. Right. That actually has a little bit of something. Like Fieri. Well, she was married. Oh. So Guy was her husband's name. His name is Guy Guy. Yeah. And <laughs> his name was Guy Guy. And this is Hank's first wife and the inspiration for almost every agonizing heartache song he ever wrote. Okay. All about Audrey. All about our mm. They met in 1943, while Hank was touring with a traveling medicine show. If you don't know what a medicine show is, that was basically a giant advertisement that would w go from town to town and kind of do like a radio-type special thing where they would bring acts, and the town would come and watch this show happen. So it's a variety hour or little something? little variety. It's very vaudevillian. Okay. It's like where they were like camping in, in towns. Like, it wasn't a scheduled thing. So they would just hit towns. And the it was like the Three Stooges and shit did that. Yes, they yeah. they were they earlier, did shows. but yeah. 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 Okay, um, um, medicine wait. shows were actually very popular up until like nineteen fifty five ish. Yeah. Oh, uh, so wait, was the, he exempt from World War One for whatever reason? Because oh, uh, World back? War Two. Yes, World War Two. Oh uh, yeah, World War Two. Yeah, Sorry. I did. Um, I like I said, I did a shit ton of research and yeah. uh, putting this all together. So please ask questions like that because what happened was the drifting cowboys that I mentioned before. Uh -huh. Um. One of the reasons shit didn't work out with them is because all those dudes got drafted and he couldn't even serve. And he wanted to serve because he had a lot of pride in his country. But he had that what? back. Oh, yeah, I was about to say that's back. Yeah, the, the, the spinal, spinal bifida. Yeah, thing. he was like, my neck and my back, my <laughs> pussy and my crack. That was a Whoa. Hank Williams original. <laughs> that, was a Hank Williams. <laughs> that was a Hank Williams. That was pain. That was true pain. 
<laughs> so they met. Yeah, they met on this medicine tour. What happened was, is wherever it was traveling and wherever she was, Hank was doing his salesman bit, like he's playing and he's talking to the audience because he knew how to sell shit. He was very right. charming. Like he, Steve Urkel. Yeah. And he talked to this woman. I think it, it went something along the lines of um, he's selling this like miracle snake oil shit. Oh, it's one of those. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's total bullshit. Miracle whip. Yeah. And he's talking to people and there's a whole bunch of people around. Audrey's one of them. And he does, hey, ma'am, I think you need some of this. And then does the double take and said, I don't think you do at all, actually. <laughs> one of those. And they kind of just fell in love there. Oh. oh. And they became a, a unit pretty immediately, even though she was married and had a child. Unit. Yes. One unit. My unit. Oh, my unit. <laughs> and they were like dead in love, but in the, the most white trash way you could imagine. Right. Like they spent all their time together and it was, there was no just chilling. It was either like them hurting each other or banging. They're banging. They would, they'd make up. They had violent sex all over the place or they would fucking, yeah. Or it was just, you know, get out of this house. I never want to see you again. Mm. Attitude, you know, a lot of that. Yeah, get out of here. Get, get, G I T. So, Ank, 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 yeah. This is the British forecast. <laughs> and so what happened now is Anki's got Audrey. Oi, 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 oi. Right, right, right. In it. Hank Shit. introduces Audrey to Lily. In it. Warning Audrey that his mom would be an asshole. In it. <laughs> According to the story, Hank said to Audrey, you know she's going to say something to you. She's going to say something like, where'd you get this whore? Oi, you did it, oi, mate. Oh, Guess what? Oh, what, what she what? did just that. Where did you get this whore? First thing out of Lily's mouth when she saw Audrey. Second <laughs> kind of people were doing. Where did Ninth you get this Street. whore? It's very nice. In yeah. it, in it. They became a musical duo as well. Uh, mm. She joined the Drifting Cowboys. But it didn't last long because he lost his job at the radio station for showing up drunk too many times. Uh, How many is too many? Far too many for a southern Five too many? I was I, I, I couldn't find any record of that, but it was twelve he had a, too he had a many. problem. Yeah, because I'm sure those guys were drinking many. on the job all the time, but he came in sloshed. Yeah. So H- Hank actually ended up quitting music after that. And him and Audrey moved down to Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Ah, Mobile. Is it Mobile? Is it Mobile? Mobile. 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 I don't know. That's a rough joint. I feel like I've driven through there with my family once. Uh, I feel like it's a place I wouldn't want to go. Yeah. Named after shit. I feel like that's where like a lot of the southern like you know the southern racist tensions of the '60s come from is Mobile. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where like Ruby like the first. Let me know if I'm wrong. I think that's where like the first integrated like black chick in a white school happened, and her name was Ruby. Oh, I think I wrong. remember that. Yeah, let Maybe. me know if I'm wrong. And it might be, a, I, but you uh, remember that from your vampiric life. Well, yeah, yeah, because well, yeah, I've existed for a long time. And it, actually, one of my favorite places in Alabama, uh, I, I I did a review on Yelp. I did a review on Google. What is this? Um, Beeper, Alabama. Beeper? Beeper, Alabama? It's, it's before mobile. You suck. Okay. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> That, just, that was a dad joke. Can we stop? Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you for tuning into the Roast Morton podcast. Uh, this will be our last broadcast ever. There's no way. Hit me we're on coming. the beeper, dog. We're not yeah. coming Put back. Me up, from dog. That. Hit me up on the beeper. Beeper. Right, I see beeper. what you did. You could have said pager and made that way less ghetto. Shut up. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you made me think if there was a beeper Alabama for a hot minute. Tom, I hear more about this boy. All right, Tell that's what I'm getting boy. back in. So both 
Hank and Audrey worked as welders in Mobile, oh. Alabama, but Hank's back was too fucked up for him to do the hard labor. Why do I always mm. feel like welders have fucked backs? I don't know. For I know a couple welding. of welders that are just very strong, sensual men. Mm. Keeping their eyes protected. What yeah. is that CNC Music Factory where it's just a bunch of welders? You know, oh, the, the music video? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I don't know what song that is, but it's sexual. Right. So Audrey, I'll I'll put it this way. She's a she's a hard bitch. Oh. She sucks. Like on record. Like an idiot. Total idiot. Alright. Um uh, abusive as well. Like Hank sucked, but she sucked right back at him. Right. But she was a hundred percent responsible for Hank's musical career because he was just gonna drink himself to death and be a welder. Um, and work his way through it. Okay. And she was just like, no, nah, no, nah. let's go back to Montgomery. Let's start yeah. the band up again. You got talents. And it worked. Fucking worked. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, she did some good stuff. Good for him. I'll talk about their, their marriage quickly. Uh, December 15th, 1944, 10 days after Audrey's official divorce goes through from the serviceman, uh, Guy. The um, guy that actually served in World War II? Uh, yes. And was like fighting over there and while she was fucking porking. She's porking around. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. So the two of them got married at a Texaco gas station. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was the Hess not available that evening? Uh, I don't even know, but it's, uh, it's. I wouldn't say sad. I would say rotund. <laughs> <laughs> rotund. Audrey, do you take this man as your lawfully wedded husband? Can I get six on number five? <laughs> <laughs> Six dollars on number five. That's filling up two tanks back then. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, oh, was that a big rig? Jeez. Dude, it's crazy, dude. Gang married at a gas station. Beautiful thing. Gang but married? Gang you married. You say gang yeah. married? Getting married, yes. <laughs> no, but the marriage technically wasn't even legal, because back in Alabama, a divorce would require a 60-day waiting period before you got married again. And mm. they only waited 10 uh, days. Red tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck Alabama. And they could have known that and just be like, hey, let's just like wait. And he's just like, no, no we do no this. Wait. You cannot tell me how to live this life that we have. Hiram <laughs> does not wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hiram is for here and now. <laughs> it's for Hiram now. <laughs> I oh. can't wait to consummate this marriage, even though I've been consummated before the marriage. Yeah. <laughs> even though we've been blasting fingers left and right. <laughs> But the relationship, like I said before, was a straight-up nightmare zone. And not even just for Hank and Audrey, but also Audrey and Lily and Irene. Uh, being caught in fistfights several times. Oh, this, shit. This was trashy stuff. This mm. was... Uh, Jerry Springer. Hank's career comeback. After some shows and getting some uh, other radio play, because he mm-hmm. was able to go to smaller stations and kind of get some spots, uh, Audrey talked to folks at WSF. W-S-F-A. God damn it. Why can't I say letters? I know. It's hard. Letters yeah. are tough, dude. Fuck it, man. Uh, she convinced them to let Hank back and get his old job. And he had built up the reputation of kind of like showing up on time places and not drinking so much. Oh. Uh, oh. He did, he did like try to go sober a few times. Like, Well, by sober, you mean I, I did a shot after I did brush my teeth. That's it. I'll get into that later. That's good for the enamel. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, delicious. So the radio went really well. And he also sold songbooks. Hymns. Um, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so what happened? Ba- back in the day, uh, if you didn't have a record label, there was no way that you were going to record anything. Yeah. So this is before he signed with anyone. So one way self-made musicians would do that was they would write their songs out in songbooks, kind of like tablature, right. you know, sheet music. I feel like that's, that's... That makes me want to ask my next question. What was Hank Williams' media primarily sold on? Up until this point? Yeah, it was it was the songbooks. 
So and, there's no records or and radio, no, 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 no cylinders. No, no, that that does happen. He gets records. He gets vinyl presses. Okay, so he gets vinyl. He does, pre- yeah. That's how you would experience Hank Williams in this juncture in time would be vinyl press. His biggest sales were technically jukeboxes. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. jukebox plays played the vinyl with stuff. vinyl. That's pre- where okay. his highest numbers came off. Interesting. Right, so, so that was bars. That that's would just how you'd like enjoy him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would get radio play, which also had royalties. The records would sell a lot, but so it was usually also, it was just the country world. Right. But you know? if it was via jukebox. His main demographic was a bar full of drunks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Also, to paint that picture, at that time, all the records were, were 78 RPM, and it was just two songs. It was an A-side and a B-side. There was no album to buy. Oh, fucking right. wow. He, oh, yeah, yeah. So people, like, the album sales didn't really count so much because it was mostly radio play and the jukeboxes, and people would play the shit out of them. I mean, like, it, it like crazy amounts of money came in from that shit. Right. All right, so listen up, Williamsburg. Brooklyn. Um, if, what? Yeah, so listen up. I've, this is a message out for all you people that live in Williamsburg. You think you're cool with your vinyls, <laughs> but uh, up until the 20th century, songbooks. Yeah, get some songbooks. Yeah. So get some songbooks. Dicks. Oh, wow. Oh, you're so cool. You got vinyls. Guess what? Find someone that can play piano. Find someone yeah. that can play guitar and sing it. Uh, what, all right. What was that movie, uh, Tropical Thunder? Tropic yeah, Thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What was it, Ben Stiller's other movie? Like this Happy Jack, Retarded Jack. You know that, like, yeah, uh, Happy Jack. Happy yeah, Jack. Yeah, the stupid bowl cut thing. Uh-huh. I probably saw like two dozen dudes in uh, Greenpoint last night with outfits that are very, very similar <laughs> to that. With the addition of a feather earring. Oh. Oh, my God. It is not a, a good look, gentlemen. Feather earring? It is, it, it's not a good look. I'm like, trying to get one of those. Yeah. Stop. No. Stop. You're fired. One. A little, uh. little George Michael. You think you get laid? <laughs> yeah, don't George it. Don't George it, Doug. Since the radio was going well and they're selling the songbooks and all that shit's going fine, they decide to try to get into what they call the Grand Opry. Oh. Now, the Grand Opry. Now, the Grand Opry. Was is a there an on, E in Grand Opry? There, it's it's a Y. So there's no oh, E, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Opry. Opry isn't some word you haven't heard before. <laughs> it is Southern Opera. Right. The Grand, like, the Opry. Grand Opry. Like down south, they don't play the piano. They piano. play the pian. Play the man. <laughs> they play the pian. The pian. They play the keys. Play the keys. They tickle the ivories down south. They don't play the piano. They tickle the ivories. So the the Grand Ole Opry, that was a big deal. It was in Nashville. And it was a big radio circuit that would actually play on NBC's station after they did some kind of, um, I don't know, some popular show that was all classical music. Okay. And this was a half-hour show that was on that was broadcast nationally on the uh, NBC radio station. Okay. Basically, the country's ultimate exposure to the opera I mean, country music. And one other thing to add is that they, they actually did televise eventually, too. I think in 1951, they they were able to film these events at the Grand Opry. And the way the Opry worked was that they would have the same acts come on, and they would kind of change it up, and they would have them do songs together. And, like, it was like a celebrity fest. Right. Like, here's the all the hot dudes. Uh, Roy Acuff, he coming up here. Hot he's gonna dude! Song. Roy right. Acorn. So this was, if you want to make it in country, this is where you need to be. Roy uh, do you Acorn. think that? Do you think that being NBC, because I think their, their base has always been at Rockefeller Center. Mm-hmm. 30 Rock? Yeah, 30 Rock. Do you think that they were just taking a piss? Or were they just like, oh, it's the Opry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's New York. New New York people. New York City. Like, they have operas. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to do the Opry for them. <laughs> mm. 
That's one of the nicest things I've ever done is just going to an opera in New York City. So the first attempt to get into the Grand Opry did not go so well, even though they had the the buildup and people really liked Hank Williams uh, for just playing around and shit. And mm-hmm. everyone knew who he was. He kind of slipped back into the reputation of being a drunken asshole. Uh, and it's do. it's like a family show. So they're like, nah, no thanks. How you doing? Rose Acuff Publishing. Fuck your names. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Now, this is Fred Rose and Roy Acuff, two country stars at the time. Actually, Roy Acuff was a, the country star. Fred Rose was the publisher and songwriter, it not really like a performer. A porn mm. publishing. Right. So Fred Rose was like a big to-do at the time. Yeah. He he had his hands everywhere. And Freddie. he got wind of Hank trying to do some stuff. And I guess wind he went and saw Hank. Wind of Hank. Wind of Accepted Hank. wind of Hank. Catching that wind. Yeah. So he signed a deal with Hank, and it was a uh, a recording deal and also a songwriting deal where um, I think Fred Rose wanted to write some songs for him to play, and they would record a bunch of stuff and together. Yeah. Like, yeah. he wanted to be partnered up. Wanted, wanted to make more Rose Gold things, because that's what's in. Rose Gold stuff? Rose Gold. <laughs> it's all of Rose Gold. So this went extremely well for a few years, and Hank got a whole bunch of number one hits on the radio. Premium number one. Money start coming in. Good old stuff. And Fred Rose, about a year after they had put out a few singles, uh, went to the Grand Old Opry folks and was just like, you got to let Hank on. He's the shit. So that's how he got involved in the Grand Old Opry. And the Opry also traveled. They're carnies. They're pretty much carnies. Carnies. It was was filmed and recorded in Nashville, but I think it was only, I don't know the schedule. Like, they would take time off and go places with the whole act. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone who was on the show, all these country stars, and they bring them all in one place. And Hank quickly became the top. The first day he was at the Opry, there was a six-encore setup. People wouldn't shut the fuck up until Hank was out. Wow. And no one even... No, he, this is how big he was in the country scene. How do you think they got all these country acts from town to town? Do you think they just put, like, a couple 40s in the next town, and oh. they all just, like, ran? No, they all just drove Cadillacs. <laughs> I'm not even Oh, kidding. really? Yeah. <laughs> they would just take as many Cadillacs as they needed. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty... Choice. But Hank really never knew how to handle responsibility. For example, he was offered to play on a pretty big radio show in D.C. And he got the boys from the band over there, called them up, like, hey, we got this fucking sweet radio show. Let's go do it. And the guys are like, we don't even want to work with you anymore because you're an asshole and you're drunk. And he's just like, no, I'll just fly you out there and I'll meet you there. And then uh, they all showed up to the radio station and Hank was just drunk somewhere and they could never find him. <laughs> Good times. I got a feeling called the blues. All right, let's talk about Hank and his silliness. If you want. Silly Hank. So Hank never had a driver's license, but that was never a problem for him. He would just buy cars and drive them around. And he also did desperately need glasses, but he never wore them. So, uh, you know, there's that guy just driving around hammered Hello. without glasses, <laughs> never even took a test. Uh, um, him and Audrey, they kind of like cheated on each other like it was their job. Mm. They were just slinging uh, that poonie and the peenie around. Poonie and peenie. I just came up with that. Yeah, poonie, pe- like peenie. It. Yeah. It's usually Fanic and Fanic. Phallic and Yannick. But Yannick? Yannick. Yannick You're is- talking about Yanni? Yeah, no, I was going to say Yannick. No, no, no. Composer. When something's phallic, it's penis-like. When something's Yannick, it's vagina-like. It's, uh, 
It's opposite. It's like it's like the fleshy envelope. Yeah, when when people call like a vagina thing phallic, it's like no, that's yonic, not phallic. Fair enough. (sighs) So they was cheating, (sighs) and that's the way they lived it. They also kind of redefined what white trash does with money at this time. What does white trash do with money? Shotguns. Now, 1947, they were making. Moonshine. Roughly fifteen to twenty grand a year, and NASCAR. at that time, that was closer to one hundred and fifty a year to two hundred. Yeah, that's a lot of scrill. Yeah, yeah, like money from forty-seven to now is about it's worth about ten times the amount. Yeah. So if they're making, yeah, if they're making, even if you're making ten grand, you're making a hundred thousand dollars. Getting hard. It's all good. Buy a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cheap in the south. Yeah. Yeah. No, no income tax down there, really. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Hank and Audrey's first divorce. Hank uh, the first one. What yeah, would their the couple name be? Um, Hodris. Hodri. Or or Ank. I like that. Ankry. I like Ank. 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 Yeah. Ank. She claims he was violent and drunk, and when he got his attorney uh, to be involved, basically they just read all the complaints against him, and he looked at it and said, "Well, she does all that to me." Oh, <laughs> so, uh, what a, what a what an airtight countersuit! My fucking god! Yeah, I mean it's it's a very hillbilly no, thing. Like, why'd no you do you. that? I didn't do that. Yeah. You did it. No, you. That is yeah. every episode of the fucking Jerry Springer show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This divorce. No, you got me pregnant, Travis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pregos, dude. What happened, Cody? I'm pretty drunk. You want to get pregnant? Yeah, you, you <laughs> hosed your sesamond in my gills, and now I have eggs. Are we talking about the shape of water? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah the shape of water. So the divorce was never actually finalized, even though it was dragged on for about three months. Like the shape of water. And then they got back together, as they do, as the hillbillies like to do. Why yeah. Why so? Dude, sometimes you just got to oh, throw that dick in like your old... It's like the rule of the American South. Like I said before, she was the inspiration for all the awful, awful songwriting. Yeah. Like, the lyrically, you know? It's right. good songwriting, but it's, uh, you know, it's all about awful things. Hank yeah. Williams probably just had a penis that was, like, curved 90 degrees to the right. So it would just boomerang back into that wicked snatch. You did a hook shot. That's yeah. right. Ooh. I'm, I'm bouncing a little bit out of the timeline here, but here's an example of the, the heart feltness. Now, I'm going to talk about the song Cold Cold Heart. Okay. Is that Coldplay? Wake Coldplay may have covered it because you. it is possibly one of the most covered songs of all time. Mm, In wh- fact, that song that he wrote made Tony Bennett's career. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah. Because Tony was like, wake up to see you. I'll see you tomorrow. That's not how the song goes. Try to chill, That's- but you're dumb. <laughs> Keep yeah. going Nobody for, said I was Keep different. padding for time, Travis. Now yeah. I try to now, eat eggs. Is that R.E.M.? No, no. All right, well, shut up. Here's what's going on. <laughs> so he writes Cold, Cold Heart, and it's actually a B-side for one of the finals they would send to the radio stations. But a few times in his career, the B-side, keep in mind the vinyls were 78s, and there was one song on each side. The B-side, the B-side was kind of just like you, you put the, the least favorite of that you know, of the recording session on there. Your B material. But a lot of it was, ended up being the the bigger radio plays. This right. is be, this is one of them. Cold Cold Heart was never supposed to be a big oh. hit, but it was his most fiscally um, huge song out there. He made so much money off That's that. That's a very, very fun thing to happen when your B-side is more popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Very I'm, rare, very fun thing. No, one of the ones that mo- stands out the most to me for oh, a B-side is, oh, come on, Cody. No, no, no. Oh, I'm God. not, this is a, this is a serious... Serious musical. The soundtrack to the Mummy was not a B side. It wasn't the Mummy. It was 
That's the Seinfeld theme. I don't. That was the B side. Yeah. You should have heard the A side. It was just a pipe organ. Jerry screaming. What's the hell? So Cold Cold Heart was his biggest hit by far. And even Nora Jones covered it in like 2002 and. How like, lovely. Macy she, Gray. Yeah, she charted with it. Macy Gray may have. I don't know, but Probably. a lot of people have. Tony, it made Tony Bennett's career because when he was up and coming, Fred Rose, the publisher, shopped it around the Tin Pan Alley of New York City, and the publishers up there liked it. And Tin it won. Pan Alley. I haven't heard that phrase in a fucking decade. It's been a minute. Yeah. Fred Durst Alley. Tell him what it is because I don't. A bun- it was basically a bunch of studio execs. Yeah. That had offices in this particular place. Like proto Paola. Um, yeah. So Fred Rose shopped that song around. That made Tony Bennett's career. Not a lot of people know that. In, f- in fact, more people know the Tony Bennett version of that song. And the song was written about an abortion. Oh! oh, you, you, oh wow. you asked us to do this during the podcast, and I couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, man. What happened was is that he was away song. on tour. Audrey discovered that she was Prego's. Prego's. She already mm. had one child with him that was Randall that later becomes Hank 2. Randall. Randall, yes. a.k.a. Hank 2. Yeah. Rank What happened was is that she finds out she was pregnant. Hank's away on tour. She gets an illegal abortion. Oh. Which, in Hank's eyes, because he's a Christian or a yeah. Baptist, not cool at all. All no. right. So that's what he's singing about. The only reason he found out about it is because it was botched. Oh, how so, botched? Oh, botched so, the, the, so there was... The, the abortion part was successful, but she had this real nasty infection that just ruined oh, her body. God. And that's uh, that's how they found out about it. And it she, was, a, was it a beast infection? Uh, a it took beast, me a second. A beast, a beast okay. infection. infection. Oh, I got a nasty beast infection. I got a beast from the east. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Infection. Yeah, so that's what that song is written about, because Hank found out because she was in the hospital and hated her for doing that because he did not believe in abortion. Your, how could like you do this to my son or like, child? My unborn oh, son or child? No, son or daughter. I am fucked. Like a David Christian. Yeah, what? yeah. Mike, you like spilling beer tonight? Spill it up, know. dog. I love it. Live stream saw all of it. Spill. But at this time, Hank was the king of country. Because even though Tony Bennett made the song huge in the country world, it was also huge. Yeah. Everything's huger in Texas. Yeah. Hank actually called up Tony Bennett a few times and pranked him, forgetting that he had pranked him with the same prank a few times, which was calling Tony Bennett and going, how dare you ruin my song? I'm just kidding. I fucking love it. <laughs> JK. Yeah. I think he did that like two or three times, but forgot about it. Yeah. Every time and was drunk. There's a lot of Jim Beam. Just kept doing it. Yep. What was his drink of choice? Any... Alcohol. Any alcohol. Any alcohol. Okay. And I'm talking about liquor, though. Why? Yeah, like, because liquors. actually, when he tried to sober up, he was still drinking beer. Because that was... Well, yeah. Yeah, he would stay away from liquor. That was his his problem. I, have, Sin drink. Have you ever had, honest to goodness, tub shine? What's no, that? I haven't. Moonshine, Moonshine made in the tub. Or bathtub gin? I've had, honest to goodness, Texas White Lightning at Easter. It was great. Mm. <laughs> it was good. It's a good Easter thing to bring out. Make your eyes cross twice. No? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, if you had those eyes. It's good. Sometimes, sometimes you wake up from drinking moonshine without the eyes that you I had. I used to have a stigma yeah. towards moonshine, but it's now it's just like, no, fuck the government. Yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? So, Hank, at this point, he's the king of country. He's crushing it. He is the biggest name. Yeah. 
hard. But he rarely made it to a show on time. Oh, and yeah, if he did, of his he, nature. Was, he was fucking hammered. Yeah, yeah dog. Um, like us right now. How old our is he show? right now in the, or our timeline? Right now he's like 25? Yeah, 26, 26. Like okay. th- a lot of his career happened the last like four years of his Okay. Life. All right. Cool. So like 26. So the Opry tour manager, Spoilers. when he would go out and chill and do his touring stuff, he would have to hire bodyguards, not to protect Hank from the fans, but, oh. but to keep Hank dry. <laughs> oh, that, oh wow. that type of guarding a body. A oh, dude, it's he, like a goalie, but for alcohol. Yeah, yeah, he would take, like, you know, he would get paid cash, because that's what you do back then. Hello. So he would take, like, whatever money he got. Get hard. And he would always take, like, 100 or 20 off, which was a lot of money back then. Yeah. And, and talk to the hotel people and say, hey, look, this is the deal. There's this guy standing outside of my door. Who's got um? Oh, who's, keep, who's keeping oh. me away from the alcohol? But here, get me some alcohol. Yeah. Like <laughs> hotel people like, do whatever the fuck you ask them to do if you tip. Oh, oh yeah. of course, man. They used to go outside of the hotels and like his his go to method was just like throwing a basket outside of. The, I was gonna say the hotel. like that's yeah. how you do it. Basket boy, yeah. little basket reel up. You know, here yeah. I'll throw a basket yeah, on. Yeah, said give me a little smart, papa. Man. Smart. Um, the most intense version of this was he no one in the hotel was complying with him because i think that the, the opry did. people paid them off as right to not do this so what he did was he ordered tomato juice and then he ordered some rubbing alcohol oh a bloody mary yeah he ordered it so because he had like <laughs> i don't know he just wanted to rub it on his body that's what he said yeah a bloody and of mary. course yeah. he made a bloody mary with rubbing, rubbing alcohol, alcohol. Oh. of course that night he did not make the show as he was rushed to the hospital yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Isopropyl would. is yep. two hundred proof. It's not for drinking. That's for sure. Isopropyl is for getting your erection. That's not two hundred proof. It's like a hundred and eighty something. No, well, you can't be more than a hundred, duck. No, you can be two hundred. Oh, yeah, you could be two hundred. It's yeah. the max is two. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's like a buck sixty. So Audrey did travel with him because she was like kind of part of the band. Sometimes she manager. did backup vocals. Oh, oh, no, no, she didn't do the manager thing. Uh, Lily was still the manager, oh, okay. and also sometimes his bodyguard. That's kind of a, the refrigerator of a woman we're talking about. Was, was Lily buff? Oh, dude, this is this is buff fucking Lily? Buff, buff chick, dog. Hell yeah, look at that shit. She was doing the Tybo. Yeah, but everyone hated her voice. She kind of sounded like... Um, cats like, being murdered. Yeah, like cats shitting out razors. Nice. <laughs> oh, like, fuck! Yeah, like, no one liked her voice. She was just there because of Hank. And... and Hank was, like, so big that the Opry even hailed in comparison. Everyone else on the bill, like, no one would give them the time of day. Right. These used to be the biggest stars, but everyone was just going to the Opry shows to see Hank. One of the openers, his name was Bill Lister. He was recorded saying, a naked lady could have rode in on an African elephant behind him and no one would have noticed. That kind of star power. And he got pissed off because he was getting paid to do these shows and he's doing this music and no one gives a shit about him. Hmm. I was going to say, I probably noticed the naked African lady. I would have too. Yeah. Sexual. Well, it was, it was, the the elephant was African, not the lady. the, The lady wasn't African? Uh, no, they, well, she could have been. Yeah, well, I hope well, she was. She's a naked lady. He didn't really she's get equal, a naked lady. Equal opportunity And, and that lady. was the start of when Hank Williams joined the Bare Naked Ladies. It's been <laughs> one week since you talked <laughs> to me. <laughs> Shot my head in half and now chilling. They talk about Sailor Moon at some time in there. Is it Chicken in China, the Chinese chicken? Yeah, that's, that's the one, favorite man. part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. I like that you have a favorite part of that song. Chinese chicken, chilling. So let's talk about Hank's style for a bit. Hank was the original rhinestone cowboy. 
Oh, we all know this phrase, yeah. Like a rhinestone cowboy. We all did it together. We'll probably cut that out. I didn't do it together. No. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it together. I did it. I didn't do it. My ears. Fuck you guys. So out in Las Vegas, he ran into a gentleman by the name of Nudie Kotlarenko. Kotlarenko? Kotlarenko. No, no, I'm saying it all wrong. Nudie? Nudie? All right, so the guy was Ukrainian. Okay. Ah, Ukraine. Hey. So it's probably Nudie. Who knows? Uh, Nadi, you, 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 hey, are so, you, are you the man that sings the country blues? Country blues, so much. Oh, so much. So this dude had a shop that did all high-end clothing, and the white trash that Hank Williams was, he kind of walked in and was just like, put some diamonds on it. Here and there. Put some musical notes. If you look at, like, performing oh. videos, his suits are so extravagant. Trouble and they all cost here. so much money, and it inspired him to open up his own shop eventually. Oh, um, well. The Hank Shop. The Hank Shop. No, they opened it next to the Grand Opry, the location where they they were um, in Nashville. They opened up their own store where they brought in some of the the nutty stuff. And people, like, they opened this shop and people went fucking crazy. Uh, It's just this whole thing where he really was kind of this, like, tasteless fascinista. Wow, they're getting hard. They're like, Like, hey, it's got musical notes on it. We can go to the casino with it. The casino. If you listen to our Liberace episode, you know how extravagant that he was. Right. Now, Hank Mm -hmm. Williams was almost like a predecessor to that. But he's a redneck version of he's it. He's the redneck version of it and thought it was stunning, the look. Now, like, Liberace, <laughs> he knew, he, yeah, Liberace knew, fell, like, fair and well how over the top it was. Right. He was having fun with but it. But he also had some class. He was doing it for the yeah, TV. Exactly. See, like, Hank Williams, they put, like, a guitar across a white suit. And, this is and, fine. And, and a whole bunch of musical notes and, and gems and stuff, and he would go... This is the most beautiful suit <laughs> I've ever. Well, I feel like it's a little before his time, but I feel like if he was around today, be all camo. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Be all camo. Well, Hank like, 3 like, is like Bedazzled that. camo. Oh, Hank 3 wears only camo. Oh, okay. Well, well not only camo, but he wears a lot of camo. A lot of camo. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. He was uh, pretty awesome. And that's, by the way, I'm not going to go into it, but Hank had his son, who I mentioned before, Randall. Hank 2. That's Hank 2, and he became also a country artist. Not really my cup of tea. And then he had a son named Hank 3. And Hank 3 makes some pretty killer, like, psychobilly, metal-inspired folk music. I, say. I also like how it's not Hank the Third, it's just Hank 3. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and Hank 2. Tasteful. Tasteful. <laughs> tasteful. Well, the Opry actually toured Europe one time. Because I guess all those, like, Scandinavian countries and Germany and stuff, they kind of have a thing for country. Dude, Germany and Northern England are all about fucking country. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Well, this this happened. This was the case back then. So the whole Opry tour went over there. And Hank, he hates every country that's not America. Right? Oh, fuck. He's Mer- that guy. Like, he's, he's very cartoonish in that respect. Like, he hated being in Germany because they didn't have ketchup. And he put ketchup on everything. <laughs> Even steak? Oh, yeah. Fuck. No, no, like everything. Well, you need ketchup. Heinz, Duke. Yep. Heinz, Duke. Frank. I keep saying Frank because I'm fucked. Yeah, dog. But Hank always had a gun on him, by the way. Oh, okay. Even though he had, like, bodyguards and stuff. He had to have his own thing. He he had two favorites. It was a Colt 38 and a Colt 45. Two Colts. Mm. uh, One of them was ivory handled, and that was his favorite. I forgot which one that was. It's always the ivory handled. Yeah, ivory handled. But that was always, like, just tucked in his in his. Belt strap. You know what that's called? Strap. A Mexican Wait, he, holster. He, he, yeah. He didn't have and stoop. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have, actually have a holster for it. Yeah. So Mexican if it like holster. if it randomly fired, it would shoot his dick off. Yep. Matt, that's what that's that's why you don't Mexican holster. Yeah. Hey, 
Probably just buy a holster. That's he slightly also had racist, no, he but had, whatever. He had no problem, like, just whipping it out and threatening people. His w- gun his or, his, or his yeah. gun? No, his gun. He would just, like, oh, he would just okay. whip it when out. When you say his gun... And when you say like whipping it out... Like, if there's someone out, he didn't like in a room, he would have no problem letting them know by putting his gun on the table. Oh, he was quick to brandish. Yeah, right. exactly. He wouldn't aim it at them, but he would be. He would, he would show brandish. them that he was armed, and he'd be like, I don't like it, I'm also a psychopath. Hello, I also, I, this I, I, is I imagine the American him, South. Yeah, I imagine him, instead of just, like, putting on the table, like, just, like, licking the, licking the barrel. Yeah, yeah, salting oh, the yeah. barrel blah, 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 blah. and licking Guess what? it. I'm gonna shoot you. Maybe. <laughs> might shoot you. Maybe. <laughs> I might shoot you. Might shoot you. Might shoot you. Might shoot you. When he was in Sweden, it might shoot you. Might shoot No, I'm pretty sure he was like, why don't I spike English? <laughs> yeah. He earnestly believed 100% that he was sober if he only drank beer. <laughs> oh. I kind of also believe that. I feel like that four beers deep. Do you? No, I feel like that a six pack deep. Well, let's put it this way. He tried to sober up a bunch for health reasons. Yeah, with, beer. with light and American beer. Just being like, okay, no more liquor. I'm just going to Give me beer. the Miller Lite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Give me the Coors. I mean, and he was often in bad shape because of his back and stuff, and also some drug problems. But oh, he's alcohol- doing the coking? He's doing morphine? Well, no. He, he did a lot of uppers and downers. You keep oh, your okay. liver on your backs, and he had a weak back, so... He oh. must have had weak livers. Oh, yeah, dude. The guy would be sick as fuck, right. and if he saw alcohol, he would run to it. For example, when he was traveling with that guy, Bill Lister, they were driving around a Cadillac, and Hank was passed the fuck out. Bill pulls into a gas station, goes, hey, do you want a coffee or something? I'm going to go in here. An Irish and Hank's coffee. just like, no, nah, I don't feel good. I'm just going to stay here. And right. pull- he's in the gas station. As he comes out, Hank's gone. So, of course, Bill looks around the corner, and there's a sign that says cocktails, <laughs> and Bill just booked it there, and Hank had already downed a couple. Yeah, he's even though some... he's laying there, like I can't yeah. move. Had like, a few sex on the beaches uh, to yeah. pick him up. Oh yeah, mm. that's but, a serious problem. Oh, dude, it's like it's yeah. it's scary shit. I mean, if American you know someone who has South. like a real alcohol problem, it's it's sad. Yeah. You know, it is yeah. sad. Um, but not only alcohol, he had the uppers and downers. Really? But it got really bad when he met a gentleman named Horace Raffle Marshall. It gets bad. Or Toby. <laughs> Toby, yeah. Horace and Toby's shit goes downhill when you know. Yeah, I feel when you know more than one Horace and or Toby, shit I don't, goes. Down. I don't it's have bad. any friends named Toby or Horace, so oh, it's no good. All right, so he meets this gentleman named Toby. <sighs> no good. And guess what Toby was? A carny? A man? Mm, you're <laughs> both kind of right. He was a con doctor. He was someone who never graduated high school, had a history of violent crimes, Mm -hmm. spent time in jail, and when he came out, decided he wanted to be a doctor and got some really good forgeries. As a good, bad doctor would. He's trying to get his life together, you know? Oh, absolutely. But this dude used to carry around a little black suitcase everywhere he went, and it was just drugs. Just just drugs. And he would just just pump Hank filled with shit. Whatever. And Hank eventually paid him $300 a week, which at time like i said this is that's about three grand a week to just be by his side and just mm. be injecting him with shit got scary and giving him pills and uh so he had one of those like uh uh fucking hunter s thompson suitcases kind of and he definitely threw some shit in there that uh could have killed him easily um mm-hmm. so we'll talk about the second divorce attempt with audrey okay now their relationship was like fucking insane at this point i think he had like shot at her a few times like (laughs) yeah so this really destroyed hank with the whole divorce but also hank cheating and just being the kind of guy he was 
It didn't stop him from having a little hush hush baby with a a woman named Bobby Webjet. A, a name that. Baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Tom, you made all these names up. No. Bobby Wed Webjet Web Space Jet, which to oh, me no the hyphen. First, the first time I read it, kind of sounded like a euphemism for a cum shot. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm a Spider Man all over your face. Oh, yeah. I'm web shot. Web shot. Yeah. Yeah, so he was with uh, Webjet for a Wait, bit, and then hold he- on, hold on, oh, 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 back up a little bit. Oh, go go back to that thing. Sure. You know when Spider Man is kissing Mary Jane upside down? Yeah, the original Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That's not the original Spider Man. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, well, That's the first Spider Man movie first, ever made. No, there was a lot of comics and cartoons. First Spider Man movie. Yeah, Spider Man movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Spider Man OG. Spider Man fucking Toby Moosh. Spider Man OG. Yeah, Spider Man OG. Have you guys ever so, done that shit? Upside down kiss. Yeah, it's it kind of sucks. Uh, no. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. stupid. I have yeah. not. But I'm saying, so the the webjet, webjet jet. So fucking, he was doing a handstand. He was splooging upside down. That's what the rain. And was? there's a there's a risk. There's a risk of hitting yourself in the face. Yeah, but he had the skills to not do that. Some say the user lives that webjet. <laughs> One thing's for for sure. Webjet. Webjet. <laughs> like it. He's with the Webjet for a little bit, and then he ends up leaving her, as he does, and he finds another woman named Anita Carter, who was part of a... Now, this is a pretty normal name. She was part Anita, of the, the... Anita, though. Anita. Anita what? Anita Carter. Carter. Now, she was one of those, like, family... In one of those family bands called the Carters that used to travel with the Grand Opry. The Carter Fives. And they were, like... Uh, her sister, Anita's sister, was friends with Audrey. Don Vito. So, they ran in similar circles. They couldn't get away from each other, these two. Okay. Um, Anita Carter, at some point, called him out on it because they were going somewhere and June and Audrey were somewhere. Mm. And somehow this... uh, I wasn't really too clear on how this worked out, but eventually he just broke up with Anita Carter right there. He said he loved her, but he had to go talk to Audrey. It's it's a love pentagon. They ended up... Uh, June thought it was a good idea to get them to talk because shit wasn't going well and they're both nut jobs. Mm. So June agreed to drive them both back to the house and he would she would hang out there while they talked just to have someone else there just in shit. You know, we're shooting at each other here. You know, yeah, we want yeah, someone yeah. else. Right. Uh, and of course, as soon as they get to the house, he goes fucking ballistic and tries shooting both of them. And oh, ballistic. <laughs> ballistic in a literal sense. Yes. Yeah, very ballistic. Audrey thought June was dead because she laid there motionless for like a few minutes, but she was unhurt. She was just fucking like scared shitless, which is totally right. fair. Yeah. Um, Hank dropped the gun and just cried and ran away. Right. I also, we didn't see we didn't see him for a I, while. I also love this like tried to shoot them. You know, I mean, he's using cults. Like, you just have to point it at them and oh, pull yeah. the trigger. He's also fucking hammered. I know, I know, but that's what, that's my point, is like, I tried to shoot them. I was fucked I'm up. I'm fucked. <laughs> Alright, so I'll talk about one last lady, oh. which was Billie Jean Jones. Billie Jean, Billie Billie Jean, Jean Jones is Ellishman, not my Jones. Yeah, who was a 19-year-old uh, mm. who was enamored by Hank and his huh. celebrity status. Therefore, he just got away with cheating, like, she was with her, and they actually ended up marrying, but he would just cheat right in front of her. Oh, yeah. And just be like, oh, this is what it do. This is how the modern kids do it. It's funny how they started dating, though. Sexual. Now, they were out with some friends. At the time, Hank was with another woman, and Billie Jean was out with some other country star. Billie was just a hot babe. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Hank couldn't stop looking at her all night. Yeah. 
They go to this bar, and Billy is not a bar person, so she decides to stay in the car. And Hank is like, I will stay in the car, too. Even though he's trying to get a drink, but he's probably hammered already. What? He's probably he's okay. drinking. So two he people said, decide he, he to go to a bar yeah. without get, leaving their car. Well, no, because they were traveling with two other people. So right. Hank's date and, and her date went inside, and they start talking, and okay. he gets really hot and heavy. And then Hank goes inside, gets the other two, and they say, we're going back to my house. So they right. start partying at his house, and the other gentleman who was with Billy Jean at the time went outside to go take a pee. Hank follows him, straight up gun in his face, said, I like your woman. Ooh. <laughs> oh. And dude was just like, I'm not going to die over this. Like, yeah, ever, man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Billy Jean is So he is held son. up a woman. Pretty much. He, yeah. he held he up a man for, for a woman. Now, woman. Now, I definitely misquoted there, but... Like paraphrasing, it was painting pretty much a that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's You're painting the picture. Yeah. All right. So Hank's a mess. He's insane, and I don't know how he didn't end up in jail more often than he did. Most of the time, he got just put in the drunk tank, even if he did something crazy mm. like crash car or whatever. Yeah. So we're gonna just talk about how he died. Yeah, dog. We're oh, wrapping it up. How he died. Any guesses? Cause of death. I mean, it's pretty predictable. Oh, drunk. Pretty much. Idiot. Cirrhosis of the liver. What happened was, December 29th, 1952, at 29 years old, in the back of his Cadillac, on the way to a show in West Virginia, an overdose of chlorohydrate. Oh. What? What is, what is that? Chlorohydrate? Yeah, it's, some, it's something that's injected that our friend Toby was putting in his system. Toby! Yeah, Toby so what up. is that? Just a downer? Yeah. Okay. It's like a heroin, I mean, it's like an opiate kind of thing. It's a, um, okay, and it's it was his back was just fucking killing him. Yeah, he only found out about his back problem when he was like twenty six or something, oh. and he did actually have an operation, but it didn't do anything because you really need to catch that early if you're gonna fix it. Well, also back in the day, they're like, "Hey, you got a migraine? Let me just cut a piece of your brain out of your head and yeah. give you cocaine and <laughs> give the you prescription." Cocaine. Um, Hank kind of knew he was dying. Yeah, already a lot of the people had a feeling he was just on his way out because he was such a fucking mess. Yeah. And uh, he actually had the driver of the car stop at a Baptist church so he could pray. While he and died. Then, and then the, the dude didn't know he was dying. He just took him to church. Right. And then got back on the road. A little while down the road, he notices oh. he's not moving. And oh, no he way. died in the cab. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, fierce. Yeah. Pretty tough shit. That's pretty tough. After being... Where was he know, going in the cab? Well, the hospital? well, it was his oh, Cadillac. It wasn't a cab. It was a Cadillac. Okay, so where was, was he going? In no, he cab? was going to a show at West Virginia. Oh, okay. He was going to play. But like, he knew he was going to die, so he went to a church. Why yeah, didn't he yeah. just tell me to the hospital? Because I think he just wanted was, to die. It was late. Oh, I'm just thinking, like, he's so a he, miserable guy. That's true. Yeah, so he yeah. was probably like on a country road. He was trying to take him home. A lot of foliage. Oh, to the God place where I belong. Mm. Like West Virginia. Oh. Country Highway. Really? You know Germans love that song? I know, they love it. Yeah, it's so do British. Oh, dude, that song is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's that's uh, that's our coverage of wow. Hank Williams. I had to skip over a lot because we're running really long on this episode. We fucking are. Yeah. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Arby's. Hard a la Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. You can have our sausage, or you can have our sausage. Cool. So, what do you guys make of this boy? Um, I think he's a drunk fucking idiot. And he's a hillbilly. Live fast, die whenever. He's a Billy. I mean, he's, uh, he's an icon. I'll give him that. Yeah. And I like Hank Williams stuff. But he's an asshole. Yeah, his music is good. Like, his music is iconic. The music is fucking the dope. Like, and I don't think anyone ever described him as dope before. No. No, no. (laughs) But, like, he he was was a a drunk idiot. He was a drunk idiot. 
Yep. The way I like to describe him is he is the saddest I will ever be just on a different path. Yeah. 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 He's really sad. I've been that sad, but he just took a left at Albuquerque that I never did. Yeah. Very true. What about you, Mike? I just think of like Squidbillies. Like, I think that's his whole life. Is just, like, <laughs> yeah, squid- yeah, yeah. Kind of. Just, like heads, super yeah. redneck shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think he's a really interesting character. Like I said, piece of shit. Also very complicated. Yeah. yeah. A lot of shit going on. He was kind of tormented. Yeah, his mom really fucked him up. Yeah, his mom is a little mean. It's hard, man. You like him. You empathize a little bit more when um, life is pretty rough. Like when that. he was yeah. crooning tears, it was all justified. Yeah, it's all real. Like, yeah. It was like he was not posing one part of his sad what was it 27 year old life yeah he yeah. just he just needed better ingredients that's all oh god I think, that's all fair needed. enough all right so let's wrap it up yeah uh thank you for listening to the roast mortem oh, podcast yeah. coverage of hank williams oh hear him yes hear him williams, hear him williams. Uh, hank hello. williams the hillbilly shake a spear oh yeah hello i'm Scudan williams all right cool i'm tom saltman follow me on twitter at saunched S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. I'm Hello, I'm Scudilliams. You can find me at Travis Legion with two E's. I am Cody McCann. You can find me on the Twitter at Cody McCann. C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. And I'm Mike Regan, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Regan with two N's. Follow us collectively at Roast Mortem Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And also, thank you for tuning in. And, uh... I'm, I'm fucking drunk, man. Yeah, that was yeah. a rough. Was pretty, yeah. Me too. Read. I mean, I feel like we're. I feel like that's part of the episode. I'm Let's just go trying to Shane. Yes. Tom. I'm trying to drink you, Shane. Do you guys want to be Shane? Thank you, Shane. You're trying to that Hank Williams mode, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Dude, Hank I'm Williams engaged. Scranky Shane. Go! so hard my dear to show that you were my every dream yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme a memory from your lonesome past keeps us so far apart why can't I free your doubtful mind And melt your cold, cold heart Another love before my time Made your heart sad Oh, uh, hey, y'all, uh, you made it to the end of the episode What, what, what? Hey Howdy-do Yeah Howdy-do-dee Wait, so are they actually supposed to listen to this? Well, yeah Yeah like, I'm, I'm No, supposed, they should I'm supposed to be walking home drunk right now you're not. Thank you oh, for welcome. being patient. Thanks. Welcome yeah. back. Oh, everyone. yeah. Where am I? Yeah. Good thing. Don't go anywhere yet. Okay, so what are we doing right now? Uh, I don't know, Tom. Didn't you do the episode? Yes, you did do the episode. I did, and I'd like to extend an invitation for you all to listen to the Keith Moon episode as a chaser to the Hank Williams episode that you just listened to. You get to hear all about crazy boys who drink a little too mash mm, while playing rock and roll or uh, country music in that case. Country and rock and roll are cousins. They so, are. like, they when you listen steps. to both of these back to back, it's like you're watching one of those weird porns you didn't mean to click on. Deeply, deeply yeah. incestuous cousins. Yeah. Yeah, like a thumbnail that you misconstrued as a, a woman is a man.
Oh, I was thinking more like, oh, is that actually her sis- his sister? Stepsister. Uh, it's gross right, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, listen to Keith Moon's episode. What uh, number was that? That was number 17. Thank you for reminding me. Bango, bango. And what else do we got right now? We're doing the Glossatorium next. Oh! Glass- Shedding just a little bit of light on uh, what the ninnies uh, need light to be shed on. Glossatorius! Dominus das the Glossatorius! Fancy. Know it. Travis's pinky was out the entire time he was saying that. Yeah, but pinky means... Dinky. Dinky. <laughs> His long, thin, tiny Got dinky. our usual two terms for you. Uh, Travis, you gonna help me with this first one? Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. People want to know what a spicy boy is. <laughs> and that's a noun. And uh, it's a hot and bothered, otherwise intense individual may or may not ask to speak with your manager. Now, Travis, could you so kindly use that in a sentence for me? All right, so I'm going to use it as like, excuse me, sir, I asked for extra ranch. There is not extra ranch on the sandwich. And then I would respond back, hold it, spicy boy. Oh. Hold it, spicy boy. Yeah, them's fighting words. Right. Too much attitude. Too much tude, and you're getting spicy at What is this, the 90s? Here's yeah, my lawyer's Lisa card. Frank folder. Yeah. <clears throat> What's Fuck going it. on here? Spicy boy. Get back to bed, spicy boy. That's what you want to say. When you meet a real spicy boy, you want him to get out of your face and go back to bed. <laughs> That's how it goes. And our second and final term is painting a picture. Yes. <sighs> now... This is an idiom, and we're going to have our one and only Tom help us out with this. Now, painting a picture is the act of eidetic portrayal via word of mouth, because it's a fucking podcast, and pixels are expensive. Tom, could you use painting a picture in a sentence for the people? What, I'm, what, what happens with painting a picture is you need to describe what's happening like an old school radio show, mm. but it usually sounds like a tangent as uh, yeah. it first comes in. Yeah. So if Cody, let's say, he was telling me about his time in the park and uh, someone s- stepped on his kite that has yet to be air airbound, and uh, an airbound and goes, and then oh, that reminds me of this time where I was eating the worst sandwich ever, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Cody, this is where you would cut me off. What the fuck are you doing, Thomas? No, no, hold on, I'm just painting a picture. <laughs> okay, see, I'm describing something that <laughs> will right. have to do with that. Oh, yeah, it's okay. it's the uh, cool your jets because this is important. Oh, okay. And I'm going to put you there. And it's totally not a tangent. Yes, it's not a tangent. Totally Gets not. your attention. Sure. It hooks you. It hooks you. It's important to the story. You sure it's not a tangent, Tom? Very important to the story. <laughs> oh, we also call that PPing sometimes. Yeah. Pappin. Yeah, you're PPing. That's right. Very, yeah. very technical prowess over here, mm-hmm. right, Tom. Mm-hmm. Painting a picture. Well, that's it. Our two terms. We, are, we have come full term. We have I, come. I am full term. Full term. Yes. <laughs> Full term coming. Hey, by the way, if you don't know exactly what to retweet or at Instagram or Twitter at us, um, just ask us a glass of rium, Torum. A glass of termium, <laughs> like, like Torum. Yeah, yeah ask, us, a ask us a weird word that you don't understand. We'll shove it in our glossary index and you'll get killed in the mix. Yeah, we'll give you a. It's a win win win. Yeah, we'll give you a custom obituary. Sexual obituary. We'll get you rigid with we'll get an it. erection or rigor mortis. And you decide. Yeah. And now you're going to hear when we didn't get a full erection and we fucked up, aka outtakes, oh, or no. we're soft. That's right. Oh, I'm so soft. I'm hard as soup. Keep it all in. <laughs> uh, 
We're rolling again. We're cool. Everything's everything's you, safe. No, the fart happens. You're not responsible. The fart happens. Shit got weird. No, you barricade the only weird. exit and then you start chanting. <laughs> Shit, got Shit, got Shit, got Shit got weird. Shit got weird. Shit got weird. Shit got weird. When would you ever use that chant? All time. Oh my fuck. Every day. Yeah. Describe my life. Are we redoing that? How bad no, we're not redoing it. it. We're fine. You just gotta do but the But you ending. just roll into your bit. Alright, fine. We didn't fuck up that. So I... So Hank's outside in Montgomery. He's playing for... Literally peanuts. Oh, hold on. We gotta turn off the air. Oh, AC. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. Just, 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 just make it live. Just, uh, Travis, make old man sounds. Uh, uh, yeah. So people know where you are. Uh, oh. oh, my father. Oh, John. Uh, my father. He's dead. My father John's father dead. John. The wake is gonna be tomorrow. Oh. He's had so much better ingredients. I loved him. I loved him like a child. I loved him like my, my own father. father child. He was like my child, but before he was my father. <laughs> what? Wait, what are you doing over there? Turn, Turn that the fan off? Alright, we, bo we bossed that roll. <laughs> Let's do it again. Alright. To keep her satisfied, but she just wouldn't stay. So now that she is leaving, this is all I can say.